You're, and we're live. Yeah, you're talking so loud. See how you're white, that white thing? Yeah, because I was yelling. Okay, sweet. Are we start? Is that the... This is the beginning. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, everybody. Welcome here to Couples Perspective. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm losing my voice. Yeah, it's so annoying. We just got back from Powell, and I think I lost it in Powell. Like, yeah. I literally... <laughs> Watch, listen to me try to scream. Wait, no. How do I do my scream? Oh, I can scream. But I just feel like my voice is in and out. It's pissing me off. That's crazy because I feel great. Yeah. No, I definitely feel a little under the web when it comes to my career and my job, which is my voice. So we'll see how this goes. Oh, and we have to adjust the elephant in the room. Which one? The one that we didn't upload today. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we missed one upload day, which we kind of... I don't think we knew it was going to happen, but we didn't anticipate. We really wanted to get our Friday episode up, but we had just come from Lake Powell. We were in Lake Powell all week, and there wasn't a great time for us to record. We yeah. got home late last night, which was Thursday, so we apologize for that. Yeah, we um, we left Sunday last week. Uh, Lake Powell, iconic place in Utah. Yeah. We went no, with... No, it's in... Oh, yeah, Utah and Arizona. Oh, my God. <laughs> we went... Um, with six couples total, mm-hmm. stayed in a houseboat. We got we had our own boat. We went surfing. We went cliff jumping. We went uh, bonfiring. We went. We danced and we did like glow sticks and we sang and sang and sang. Oh and my god! It was so incredible. Truly, one of our favorite trips. It was so much fun. And it was crazy because you don't see like it's the the beautiful water and then you have the red rocks. It's like it's like going through the Grand Canyon yeah. in a river, like a huge river. Or like a lake. Or guess a lake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like it was just such a cool experience. Like my favorite part was it was late at night and we were all dancing on the top of the houseboat with our uh, glow in the dark, like our glow sticks and there was thunder or lightning coming Crazy out. Crazy lightning, you guys. Like the most insane lightning I've ever seen. And it was just so fun. Like, we were uh, singing karaoke, like, at the top of our lungs. Yeah. It was so fun. It honestly was so cool. And to be fair, it did rain, like, every single night that we were there, which was a little bit of, like, oh, man. But honestly, like, those rainstorms were so amazing and just got me so excited for fall. Like, I cannot even wait for fall. And so it was kind of fun to, like, end each night with, like... A cozy rainstorm. I really loved it. And we went, so we went surfing. Is that what it's called? Surfing? Yeah. Oh, I think it's, I don't know what it, yeah, like water surfing. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Surfing's like always in lake, water. <laughs> lake surfing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But we went surfing and I, I just never grew up doing that stuff. Yeah, me either. And so they were trying to teach me how to surf and that was very hard for me. Like, it took Sebastian like 20 times. Literally. It, like, literally, it was, like, 16 times. Between two days that he just could not get up. And but you just, never gave up. I was just chugging water. Chugging water. Like, I, I peed, like, three times yeah. when I was in the lake. Oh, you did? I, I did. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so much water. That's funny. No, you were getting dragged. Like, yeah. literally dragged. But he finally got up. And it was so cool because the entire boat was, like, screaming and cheering. Like, we had just been waiting for him to get up yeah. every single time. So, it was so just, like, fulfilling once you got up there. It was sick. Yeah, it was such a fun time. Yeah. And I did not grow up with water things either. I had, like, a traumatic experience. Oh, Sebastian's coughing. 
<coughs> you got to be careful with those zip vises. <laughs> um, I had like a traumatic boat experience with my sister when I was a little younger. So I just never really like boats. I don't need to be doing any of the sports or the tubing or anything like that. And the rainstorms would kind of come in at like 5 or 6 p.m. every single day. And I would always wait to be the last person to try it. And I, but then our friend would be like, guys, we got to go in, you know? So it was every time I was going to try, we had to go in. <laughs> so it kind of worked out well for me. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I don't know. I didn't really care to give it a try. Maybe one day I will. But those things, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like, I just feel like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and I think that kind of leads me to my frustrations. Oh, gosh. Let's get into them. So, um, actually, no, that's my feelings. Really? Yeah. How? It is. Because um, I think at the beginning of our relationship, I wanted you to do everything I did. Yeah. Right? And so it's like if I went cliff jumping, I wanted you to go cliff jumping because I wanted you to be down. Mm -hmm. And I think now as like we get older and like I, I, I just... I learned to not push you when it comes to those things. Right. Because it just doesn't matter as much to you as it does to me. Yeah, I see that. And so it was cool because literally everyone was telling Carly, like, go do this, go do that. And Carly was like, nope. Yeah, I just don't care to. And because I feel like if it's something that I really want to do, I'll do it. And there are some things where I need a good push. And like I said, like, if we would have been out there all day, all night, I probably would have end up, ended up tr at least trying it. But because I wasn't like, I don't know, I wasn't like forcing myself to. I was just like, dude, it's not something that I want to do. Like, I am having so much fun sitting on this boat, raising the orange flag when someone's in the water. Like, I just love cheering people on and like listening to the music. I don't know. I don't need to do it. I cannot be peer pressured. And you did, you did the same thing when we were jumping off the boat. Like, it was... Not even, like, what is it, eight feet? What is that? Oh, I know. I don't, like I don't feet? like, I know. I just realized, I don't know what it is, but I don't like jumping into water. Like, that aspect of, like, your body hitting the water, I do not enjoy. So, I would I get even, it. even, like, jumping off of the bow, I didn't like doing. So, I would just go to the very end and then just, like, slide it <laughs> because I didn't like it. Yeah, no, it's. It, I think you just, like, it's just something that you grow up or maybe some people don't grow up with boats, but then they're still, like, they finally get on one and they're just crazy and excited and adventurous. But, like, I just, I don't know. That's just not in me to want to do those things. And I feel like we've learned to kind of live in our own spaces there. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter as much if I'm doing what you're doing. Yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of how I am now. It's just, like, when I see that happen, I just, it doesn't bother me anymore. And so I thought it was cool. Like, I, I was able to recognize for a moment, like, oh, Carly is her own person. She does whatever she wants. And it was cool to see you being like, nope, I'm not going to do that. And sometimes I can be a little bit stubborn. And I tell you this all the time. Yeah. Like you can be stubborn just because you are just not willing to even try it out. Right. That's why I'm saying I do sometimes like appreciate a little bit of a push when it's something that like, okay, maybe I could give it a try and surprise yeah. myself. But for the most part, I feel like I don't, I don't know. I don't need the peer pressure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's cool that you were able to recognize that. Yeah, it was cool. What's your frustration? Um, it's more like a funny one. Ooh. Oh gosh, um, tell me. But when we were on the boat, <laughs> and then um, so our friend Jocelyn, she saw a a mouse. Oh my god! In the ha no, not in the boat, in the house boat where we were sleeping. She literally was telling the story, 
And all of a sudden she stopped and I could see this look on her face. I was sitting right next to her and I was like, say it. Like whatever you're trying not to, like literally say it. I knew she had seen something. And she's like, I saw a mouse. And I freaked. I hated it. Yeah. And there were like, you know, spiders, lizards, like snakes. Were, no, there were no snakes. Yeah. Natalie said there were snakes. Yeah. No one saw a snake. Though. No, I know. But they were there. Yeah. We saw a bunch of like spiders and lizards. But so it was so funny because that night, like we all went to bed. And this is typical Carly. Like, you get in the bed, (laughs) and we have, like, a couple more nights at the the houseboat. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just, I'm done. Like, I want to go home. (laughs) I'm tired of being here. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what? I'm so insane. And I was like, dude, like, we've had the best time. Like, why are you saying that? (laughs) I know. And she's like, I just, I don't like spiders. I don't like mouses. Like, Mouses? (laughs) Mice. mouses That's I don't cute. like mice yeah uh, like I want to go home and I was just like dude like I really hope Carly's okay yeah tomorrow morning I did I woke up I was fine I got yeah. over it yeah you were fine but that was very much me I'm just like dude I'm done like I saw that mouse I want to get the fuck out of here and sometimes you do that where you're like you're just you're done yeah I know and it's like from zero to a hundred I'm like babe just like like slow down I know or just like Take things as they come. Like, you can have the emotion of, I was scared of the mouse. I didn't want to be around the mouse. But just, like, let that pass. Like, I am very much like, yeah. Like, if I had it my way, I'd be like, I'm ready to be, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready to be done. But, so, I see how that's frustrating. Because I'm just like, It was just funny. (laughs) It was, like, a funny frustration. But I knew, I knew you'd be fine in the morning. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. I love that. My feels and frustrations are around like pal too because i just feel like yeah you know that's the mood that we're going for <laughs> um but my feels is there was this one moment where me and Sebastian were sitting in the back of the boat and we were like driving into this other place and me and you were like cuddling and kissing on the boat i remember we were being so silly we were like biting each other's noses and it was <laughs> so cute i just thought it was like such a fun, silly moment. We were that being so silly and just like cutesy and I really loved it. I just love experiencing things with you and when I realize like I'm in a moment of like, gosh, we're making a memory. Like I know I'm making like such a big memory for us. It was mm. just really cool. Like, like I loved it. And I feel like we've gotten better at being more like doing more PDA. Oh, stuff. totally. I used to not be a PDA person. Yeah, I think uh, same for me. Maybe I was and then you like <laughs> I it. shut you down, yeah. I just always think like, oh my gosh, like, I just don't want anyone to think I'm like a slut. <laughs> but then it's like, this is my husband, you know, I can like yeah. give you a kiss. No, and, it, and it's fun because like when we do that, we're just doing it for ourselves, but it feels good to feel like when you, you know, when we hold each other, wherever it is, like it just, it, it feels nice to show that affection. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was such a cool moment. Yeah, we've definitely grown into our PDA a little bit. A I wonder bit, what yeah. changed. Um, like do you know what changed i'm trying to think of like why but like we definitely make it more of like a conscious effort now i think i think it was my journey really yeah we'll have to talk about that a little more but (laughs) (laughs) wait what yeah no we're not yeah maybe sometimes we could put a pin in that and recircle but i feel like we were working on it before but maybe it's just something that like we both like crave a little bit more now i love it working on it's it. It's just but fun, like, cuddling you and yeah, giving you a big old kiss. It's cute. Um, my frustrations, 
I put getting up early and having to go somewhere. Like, literally, you guys, we had to get up on Sunday morning at, well, I got up at 4 to, like, shower and, like, finish up packing and stuff. <laughs> oh, we had to be at our yeah. friends because we were going to park carpool. We had to be there at their house at 5 a.m. When I tell you, Sebastian is just in a mood. When it's early in the morning, we have to be somewhere, like... Every little thing it just frustrates you and then in turn frustrates me. Like, it was just pissing me off. Like, ugh, it just everything. Like, like what did I do? Like, what? I would just be like, we're about to go. Everything's packed. Everything's done. I'm filling up my water bottle so that I have something in the car. Like, God forbid I have a water. And Sebastian's like, what are you doing? Why are you not in the car? We got to go. We got to go. I'm like, mid-pour. Like, I'm coming. <laughs> like, we have enough time. Let me. Oh, and then. So, I wake up at 4 a.m. Now listen, I'm going to rewind a little bit into previous Carly and Sebastian because there have been times where Sebastian's the better one at waking up in the morning. Like he gets up earlier and he'll always like offer to wake me up and I'm always like, please don't like disturb me. I have my own alarm. I'm my own person. But then sometimes Sebastian, when I decide to get up early, Sebastian will be like, hey, I don't like when you just let me sleep in. Like help me get up. He's asked me that. Help me get up. Have you not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. So he's said that before in the past. So on Sunday, I got up at 4 a.m. and I was like, hey, like, I'm up. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Let me just like wake him up and get him going. So I'm like, baby, wake up. You're like, I have an alarm at 4.20. I already know. I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like literally, then he was mad that I woke him up. I wasn't mad. No, but you were annoyed. Yeah, because uh, we were waking up for, like I knew I was going to wake up because I knew we had to go travel. Yeah, but I was helping you yeah <laughs> and then you didn't like it's like, just it's so tricky like and then we were fighting in the car yeah like, we were fighting i can't even remember why like honestly i feel like i'm still tired from sunday to be honest it's because we were on each other's nerves but you were also kind of snappy at me no i wasn't really oh god we on it now i'm sorry but um i'm sorry i cannot we literally had the craziest night's sleep i feel like but yeah i just i don't know i just can't handle you in the morning <laughs> It kills me. No, I think it's usually flipped. I feel like it's usually you that's like no. that. No. But I will, I will take on the ownership of saying I was grumpy. You were so morning. grumpy. Thank you for recognizing that. But the fun that. part is that I feel like when I get in the car, I start messing with you. Yeah, and then it's like, then I have to get over it. And I always do, but I'm just like, damn. Like, but yeah, you like how I do that though? Yeah, we like kind of do this thing when we're like in a fight. Like instead <laughs> of just like festering and letting it like drag on we kind of just like do something crazy to make the other person laugh or like break it like and then what? you know remember when we used to do those silly faces <laughs> we would do like <laughs> you know like what and then yeah and then we would laugh so like we kind of do stuff like that to just like break the ice and then we like call each other annoying and we laugh and it's fine yeah yeah we're like yeah and uh, it's just like dude it's not a big deal i'm not gonna fight with you on this trip but like it's yeah. fine so that was probably my frustration. That's a good one. That's a very uh, commendable one, for sure. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a... One we see often because we travel often. <laughs> so I'm sure this will make its way around. Huh? Oh, yeah. But like, it'll be Sebastian saying that I frustrated him. No, honestly, when I used to have my triathlons... Oh, my God. When oh he was God. training for his Ironman and he would do all these, like races um around like locally we'd have to get up early oh like four in the morning i couldn't even speak to you he was so and i get it it's a lot of pressure you were stressed you wanted to like be in the zone this guy was you were another level i feel i honestly feel bad because yeah 
there were a lot of times where I was just like, dude, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. The thing is, in the, in the, in the mo- morning, I just want to be in the zone. And I don't want you to talk to me. Well, that's the thing. I'm exhausted, so I don't really want to talk either. But it's like I'm making my iced coffee and you're like rushing me out the door. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, just let me get my freaking roadie, you know? I know. You're Kills right. me. But yeah, that was a crazy time when we used to have to do those races. Um, I don't have a pop culture moment because, again, this was last minute. And I just don't know. Like, I tried to find something, but there was just nothing that I thought you would know. And so it's like not funny. I think we should do something that's not pop culture. Like, because what? I think there needs to be banter in order for it to be fun. I know, and you just don't know. I don't care about it. I know. So. So that was sad. That was like short lived. But yeah, it was one. We'll episode. just let the the podcasters that have a pop culture podcast take it away. You know, I, I like that. But we don't need to live in that in that lane. Yeah, we'll find something though. I think we should still keep looking for something. <laughs> okay, like another segment. Ooh, no. I know. Sorry, <laughs> my voice went in and out. But yeah, another segment could work. Okay. I wonder what we would do. Like. Um. Favorite dish we ate, what, like, favorite? I don't know. It would need to be something around what we do, like, relationships. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't know. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> the silence. You want to open us up? Yeah, yeah. I'll open you up. So, uh, stop. <laughs> you said. I'll open this up. <laughs> no. Um, so, we wanted to talk about friendships. I think this is a cool cool um topic we want to talk about because we've had a big uh, shift in friendships in the last couple of years mm-hmm. it honestly does stem from joining we are the day mm-hmm. i think uh like my men's coaching group for those of you that don't know um you know it's 50 guys that i met uh inside of a men's coaching group and through that we've been able to meet like a lot of great couples that um it's so it's so funny. It sounds like we like joined like a cult I or know. like an orgy, like like oh my underground God. orgy thing. <laughs> I did not like... join an orgy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I would be too scared. You would be very scared. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, no one look at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, but it does kind of feel like even when sometimes we mention like we are the day, like it's very much like yeah, like what is that? Like you're going to Mexico to do what? Like you're going to a couples retreat and you're learning what? But it's like. It's been something that has truly changed our lives yeah. in so many, like, obviously, like, individual ways. But I think one of the biggest things that we can... And it's almost going to end. I mean, you only have... It, six months. Yeah, you only have six months left of the group. It's a two-year... Is it two years? Two and a half. Two and a half-year program. And so we're coming to the end. So I feel like we're just kind of looking back at everything we've been able to do. And I think, like, one of the underlying things is, like, the community and the friendships we've made in such a short amount of time that have like that will stick with us hopefully forever that we just feel like have such a great foundation and they're people that range in age in you know like success in life seasons like all these things Mm -hmm. but we have this common through line of you know personal development and growth and like all of these things that bring us together and just wanting to be our best selves yes and so creating a friendship off of that is something we've never done before we only create friendships through you know high school college things like that and this is such a crazy unique way for us to have made friends that i think is so special because it was made on such a different foundation yeah no i agree i mean it's it's crazy because i think you don't know what you don't know and when you reach this level of like friendship where you can be vulnerable with them you can be real with them and you know that the surface level stuff is 
way in the back and you're just going deep yeah. in conversation um, like even the, the you know the group that we went to with uh, to Lake Powell they were all they're all part of the group yeah and it was just so cool because literally the whole weekend the whole week we were just talking about deep stuff deep like every night it was very like, very deep we played truth and dare oh yeah truth, or dare. <laughs> truth and dare truth and dare um and even the the, the questions were like so what's your biggest regret yeah what's your biggest insecurity or like what's something that you've done that you think people will judge you for like it's Oof. like you're getting i don't know like you're letting your walls out and it's not to say that that even that it's still not hard because it is still hard to have those conversations, but it's like we are able to open up in such a way that it's really cool. And I think in one way it's sort of affected our pre like our other friendships sort of in a way of like, we have this, these like deep meaningful friendships and we have that in other areas too, but now we can go to other groups of friends and we see that there isn't that like, those deep conversations, it's just very much like surface level. And I feel like that's been a little hard for us. It is hard. And and you know what? I think it's funny because when you said that, some people that are friends might listen to this. And I think that's okay. Yeah. You know, because the, the truth is that we grow up, you know, middle school, high school, and we create bonds with people based on similarities, right? Like, right. oh, we played sports together. Oh, we were in cheer together. We, we had the same class together. Right. And I think we hang on to those people, like that person that we were in high school. Yeah. And so once you get out of high school, like that change from like 18 to where we are now, like 10 years is huge. Right. There's so much change. We change so much as like people, our beliefs, our religions, like everything changes. Right. And I think if we don't do a conscious effort of getting to know each other and like rediscovering what we like, what we don't like, who we are with one another, those friendships can dwindle down a little bit. Right. It doesn't mean that they can't get back up to like a, a place where you feel like th it's true friendship, but it does mean that you can get like, you can work on your relationships. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main things that we learned from the group is like, you got to take inventory of the people that surround you. And I think that we've done that a little bit of like, yeah, kind of moving away from friendships. And even though that's hard and that's uncomfortable, I think sometimes it is necessary. Me and Sebastian have like a standard yeah. of where we want to be or how we want to be as people. And if the friends around us aren't mimicking that or matching that or helping us grow, I feel like it's okay to then close that chapter and, you know, like, yeah, just kind of reevaluate where we're at. But I also think it's an important reminder of like all of our friends don't have to be for one thing, if that makes sense. Like yeah. our friends in the Watt group, like that is where we feel fulfilled in like our deep connections and just like personal growth and, and also fun. Like it's not like we just sit around and like cry. We have a lot of fun with these mm. people and because it just feels like we can play and be ourselves and there's no judgment. But I think if we have friendships from, you know, 10 years or the past, like it's also okay that that doesn't feed, that that doesn't feed us that. Do you know what I mean? Or is that contradicting? Yeah, it is contradicting. I don't, okay, I don't agree with that. <laughs> well, I guess I'm just saying like not all friends are going to have, are going to have one thing or everything for us. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having that standard. I guess that's true. Yeah, you know? no, I guess that's contradicting. I mean, like, like I said, it doesn't mean that, oh, because you're not, like, we don't have these deep uh, deep conversations and all these, like, we are not longer friends. Like, right. Like, what I, my, my uncle told me about this, like, forever ago, and I thought it was so cool. Like, essentially, like, we're all in different wavelengths all the time. 
And sometimes you might be at the top and another person might be down here. Um, and, and that just means that you're off. Like yeah. you're, you're not on the same energy. And so because of that, like we usually think like, oh man, like we're never going to be friends again. We're never going to talk again. It's like, no, like maybe in six months we're going to reconnect and that person might be in a different stage or I might be in a different stage and then we're going to get back yeah. and, and have more commonalities. Yeah, that but makes we, sense. I just think like it's, it's like spending energy and time nurturing a relationship where you're not getting the the same energy back is just it doesn't make sense and it is hard because you also have love for them you right. have love for your friends because you've you've grown up with them yeah and you have like memories you have and memories you bad and yeah and you're like oh man like well are they gonna like what if i lose my what friends and you know what i mean right. like what happens but it's like yeah you just can't like let those things hold you back because you, you gotta like come out of your shell and the people like if you have friends that are really pushing you to the next level i feel like those are the friends like are really like are worth keeping around yeah no i agree no i i definitely agree with that and i think like as we've gotten older it's fun to create friends that like both of us have known from the beginning a little bit you know like i think sometimes when you come into a couple it's like here are my friends and then here are your friends and we'll try to like mix and match and like bring them together as we can. But it has been such a new experience to like meet all these people at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was such a crazy experience, but I feel like that's been really fun because it yeah. kind of makes you feel like, I don't know, like I'm a little bit like a, an adult, like we're going to like fun dinner parties or things like that. So yeah. it's kind of cool to, to have that. And I'll say this too, like it's not just people from what that are our new friends. Like, we're not new friends, but, you know, friends that are actually, like, recently in our lives. Yeah. But it's funny because... Gosh, I'm like a little frog, I swear. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think, I don't know, like, I think that the more you look for these deep connections, the more they start coming to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, this is something that you and I noticed, like, a couple months ago. But mm. once you stop giving energy to the people that feel like they're sucking energy out of you, I feel like it, it kind of opens up so much for people around you to come and like build that relationship with you does that make sense from like other people right like they're not sucking in your energy anymore but rather you're like preserving your energy and then people are like giving it back to you and you're giving away energy it's coming back like it's more of like a healthy cycle it is yeah yeah and i think something that like i've talked to a few people like around me is just like it's tricky to make friends. Like it is really hard to make friends if you are an adult or if you're a busy parent or if you're like just busy working or in a relationship. Like even that, like being in a relationship, I think can kind of stall you. There's so many times where like, yeah, you just have your person and that's all you do things with. And I think that that's fine and okay, but I think it's so important to have friendships. And it's also just important to recognize like it takes work to build friendships. And I think the advice that me and Sebastian would give is just like you have to go out and experience things like we wouldn't make have made these friends if Sebastian didn't sign up for this coaching group and that was so uncomfortable for you to go to that first meeting where you know where you knew nobody like that's really scary or you know like you maybe like in a new sport that's where we've met other friends it's like pickleball or like something fun like I just think it's it's a lot of work to put yourself out there but it's you get so much value because it's, I don't know, like that's where you'll find new friends is new experiences or clubs or things like that. It's actually very true. I mean, I think most people just kind of expect either they are okay with the the group of friends that they have now. Yeah. But because they don't put themselves in situations to be uncomfortable, then yeah, like how are they going to meet new people? Um, 
Oh, I was going to say something really cool. Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> so, Bedros Koulian, that um, we saw him at the Misogi in okay. California. Oh, yeah. So, he, he was talking about friendships, and I thought it was so cool. He said, if, if I haven't spoken to you in the past year, then you're not a friend in my in my eyes. Okay. Yeah. And so he started. Oh, ex- yeah, a whole year. That makes sense. Yeah, but sometimes like that can happen. Right. right. Like I think we, we think of like people that we we've, we've known from high school or whatever. It's like oh they're my friend. But it's like if you don't actually have don't make the effort of reaching out to that person and saying hey I'm thinking of you. How right. are you? Like I think that can tell a lot about a friendship. Totally. And then also he he ter- he talked about how uh, for a friendship to be like meaningful. He thinks that you need to spend 40 hours just one-on-one with that person. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 40 hours of what? Like total. Like like a month? The- no, 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 no. Total. Like after 40 oh, hours, I see, you can I actually see. say like, hey, like you and I have known each other oh, wow. enough. Yeah. Well enough to actually be like, like really deeply connected. Hmm, that's really cool. And I thought it was interesting. I mean, 40 hours, obviously that's not like a, that's the scientific right. number. But I, I like the idea of... How many times, like, how often do you have friends in your life where, yeah, you've hung out with them, but it's only because you've been around a group of friends. Right. But how many times have you hung out with one, one person, friend, yeah. gone to dinner with just one person, mm-hmm. connected deep? Like, do you know, like, what they're afraid of? Do you know what really moves them? What gives them energy? What What are they shooting for? Right. The The beauty about this group is that I've had those experiences because when we go on, out on retreats, like, we literally get one-on-one time with a bunch of guys. Yeah. No, that is really cool. I think something that I, like, want to challenge myself more, because I feel like I'm a good friend in the way of, like, I like to at least do, like, a monthly girls night out with my friends, or, like, I'll, like, consciously, like, have that kind of calendar invite in my mind, or we do a lot of, like, dinner things. But I think something, I was actually talking to one of my coworkers, and she, it always makes me laugh, but she's always FaceTiming her friends. Like, she's always making time to, like, if she thinks of someone, she FaceTimes them, or, like calls them for something and I was like I can't even tell you the last time I FaceTimed or called a friend and I don't know why that makes me so nervous and so uncomfortable I don't know what it is about that like I don't want them to think that like this is weird or we'll have nothing to talk about but there is something so fun of like if I'm just folding my laundry or something like that like I'll just like if I'm thinking because there's so many times where I think of a friend but then I'll just like oh I saw them on social media or oh this like I feel like that's one of my biggest challenges mm. I want to work on the rest of the year. It's just like, it doesn't have to be like a two-hour FaceTime, but I want to do that. I want to know that I'm like investing in people and knowing that like, hey, I just it's just nice to know that you can just banter and talk to anybody. And if I'm calling you my friend, I should feel comfortable enough to like call you. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know why. I, I feel like you talk on the phone way more than me. I'm never yeah, on the phone. I do. Well, I try. I mean, because I get what you're saying. I feel like when you have that gut feeling of you have you think of someone yeah you have to act on it i know it's so easy to just push it away and yeah. i and most of the time i do i'm not i don't act on that which makes me sad and i'm like i gotta be better about that it's sad because you gotta think about it from their perspective like if you are just you know at home alone with kids or just like bored whatever it is or you're at work right. but you get a like a random phone call from someone that you like yeah and they're just like hey how are you I like know. i'm just calling to say hi yeah you're like why like are you do you want something from me and the thing is like if you do that the more often you do that i think people will expect it more from you and they'll also think of you yeah next time they want to talk to someone they'll come to you and that's the thing i want people to feel comfortable enough yeah to like reach out to me and and talk 
or ask me for something or like I want to be that person. I think that we, everybody has that person of like when they need help with something, like they know who to call or that person of like we were watching this, we went to this conference a couple weeks ago and the guy was saying like his two main things is like make friends and have fun. Like Mm. I want people to know that like if I'm looking for X, I can call Carly. If I need X, I can call Carly. Like, I don't really know what those things are, what those X's are yet. But, like, I just feel like that's something I really want to work on because we have great friends, but I want them to know, like, you can always be challenging yourself. And, like, so, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm nervous, but I'm ready for that. So now all my friends are going to be waiting, you know, for the call. Yeah. People that are like, where's Carly's FaceTime? Yeah. Right, I'm going to challenge you on that. I know. I really want to get better about that. I like that. So, anyway. Yeah, I love that. Um, I wrote down a couple of things. So number one, yeah, so I talked about giving energy and not, sorry, so getting energy from your friends and not those friends sucking energy energy from you. Right. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And also like, you know, when you go out and you feel like you're just so hyper and you just want to keep talking and you just want to like dance and move. Yeah. Like they're like, Kevin is such a good example of this, like. He's someone that, like, gets everyone dancing. Yeah. And just, like, makes people laugh. And, like, you know what I mean? For sure. Those are the friends that I love having because, like, I love being energetic. I mean, everyone kind of does. Yeah. Just- and you can tell when you're around somebody that maybe, like... And, again, it's it's not anything that's... And you, also, it's not anything that's personal, but it's also a good reminder of, like, we are not... I'm not, like, everybody's cup of tea. So I, even though yeah. I feel like... I think you can always put your best foot forward and always try to be, like in a positive mindset and then you know it's not always perfect and you're not always going to have those days but I feel like I could be that for someone I could be an energy sucker and I think that's why friendships are hard because it's like they are so personal because you're connecting and you're trying to like intertwine your life and all of that but at the same time if someone is sucking your energy even if it's like me or Sebastian that's sucking your energy you have to let that go because it's just not worth it. Like or, you've or got to find boundaries. exactly. You've got to find the people that fulfill you and fill up your cup and give you energy. And there's going to be that scenario for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like that's not to say. Like here's the thing. If if someone's listening to this and maybe they're thinking like they're taking things to heart. Maybe they're saying like, oh, like they think they're so good. I I would just challenge you to think about it from like. A mirror perspective just look at yourself inward and think about why does this make you upset mm-hmm. like really dig deep because there may be a, a an opportunity for you to actually see that hey maybe i am somewhat of an energy sucker yeah. maybe when i when i go out with friends all i do is complain yeah and i talk negatively behind people's backs and um I I don't know like does, does that make sense for sure and I think that's kind of what I was saying like trying to share the example of like yeah I feel like I'm such like a, I'm a great friend I like to show up I like to go out and do things but when it comes to like those personal maybe like outreaches or things like that I'm not always the best in that so I feel like that's like triggering for me of like yeah I just want to be better at that and I think yeah. everybody has something that they can like work on and when it comes to friendships it's hard because I don't know. Like, you're just trying your best. But in terms of, like, energy, it's just not worth it to be around those people that aren't going to make you feel the best. And, yeah, you can just – you don't have to cut them out of your life completely, but you have to learn to, like, set boundaries. And I feel like we've had to do that. 100%. And it's, like, hard and uncomfortable, but it's just, like, I don't know. makes it so much more worth it. Well, and and that kind of brings me to my next point, which is you need friends that can tell you truth. Yeah. They can tell you truth right in front of your face – 
and they're doing it from a place of love. I think that's a key aspect. Totally. Because you can tell when someone is being judgmental or maybe saying something to kind of bring you down a little bit. Yeah, for versus sure. Versus someone that's like, dude, I I love you. Yeah. And I just need you to see what I'm seeing. And then they can they, they can address what they see. And if you don't agree with them, that's fine. But I think that's kind of, again, that's that's what I've found in, the, in our friendships lately is that we can just say, hey, dude, like this happened and mm -hmm. I, it made me feel this way and I didn't like it because of this. And that person can share their perspective and then you just move on. And it's hard to do that. It's super hard. Well, I even had to do that this weekend. Like you're mm -hmm. around people, like we're around all of our friends that we're super comfortable with and we love and you can let yourself yes. kind of be. Yeah. But in that moment, I like got super snappy or had said like this, this like snide comment that was like, I, again, in my mind, I was just like, being crazy and it was like crazy like we were game night and whatever like emotions were high or whatever we were just being silly but afterwards Sebastian had told me that I was that it was kind of like a little I don't know if off-putting or like yeah I, you just came off a little I guess rude, rude yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like how what do I else? say this? yeah how do we say this nicely yeah. but in a moment I was like dang like that was not my intention and that's the thing is like no one is immune to that everyone is gonna hurt somebody's feelings because hello like we're all walking around with all of our feelings out and doing our best but i was like dang it was such an uncomfortable feeling and it's so easy for you to just like sweep it under the rug mm -hmm. and not address it oh my honestly but I was like, this is one of my feelings for the week i oof. freaking loved seeing you do yeah that. and i looked at sebastian i was like that is not okay with me because this friendship means a lot to me so let me do the hard thing and i just went up to her and i pulled her aside and i said sorry and i was like that was so not how i meant it like Again, it was Sebastian that, like, brought it to my attention. Like, I'm really sorry. And it was so uncomfortable, but I was so happy I did it because it was fine. Do you know what I mean? And like, after that, you also know that that person accepted it. Yeah. And just moved on. Yeah, because it was like, oh, good. Like, it, she was probably thinking, if you were thinking it, she was thinking it. And now, at least I've addressed it. So, it's just like, I don't want to sit there and pretend that, like... I don't know, like, anything that I say and do is fine. Like, if someone's feelings are hurt, I want to know about it. So... I can like address it. And yeah. again, nobody's immune to that. Like we're all going to mess up. We're all going to make mistakes. And it was just cool to be able to be. And and then like it was off of my back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I and didn't even feel great after. Yeah. That. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Again, we had like such a great time afterwards and it was totally fine. And again, it wasn't like anything huge, but it's no. just, it's just funny things that like you get caught up with and yeah, you just have to like put yourself in a good, like you have to have higher standards for your relationships. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want that friendship to have that. Well, I'll tell you this, like, I grew up without really having, like, a best friend. Like, I think my best friend was my cousin mm -hmm. for the longest time. And, but the thing is, like, I didn't grow up with, like, childhood friends because, you know, I moved from Colombia and I, they, I don't talk to them anymore. And so I feel like I always had a hard time, like, fitting in. Like, like, oh, like putting down the walls so much that I actually felt like I had a best friend. Yeah. And I think for a long time, I resented that. I felt like... People didn't, like, either they didn't like me enough, and that's why I needed to be someone else. And I think I've recently noticed a little bit more that we have all these standards of what people should do for us. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, man, if he was a good friend, he would have called me for my birthday like this. Right. He would have sent me a gift. He would have done this. But it's like, are you doing that? Like, yeah. the truth is, I wasn't doing that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not making other people feel the way that I want to be made felt. 
<laughs> and <laughs> made so, to feel or yeah. like whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, why, why, why is it that they should be doing it for me, but then I, I'm not doing it for other people? Yeah. I think you just have to, yeah, like treat people the way that you want to be treated. And if that, it, it should just, that should just be enough for you. There should be no expectation on friendships because everybody's yeah. different and everybody is going to treat their friendships differently so as long as you're doing your best and showing up the way that you can and that you would want to be treated i feel like then the expectations on friendships just has to go i have a good one that came up what so <laughs> i had to be me you ready for this yeah oh my gosh i'm um, nervous so think about it like this there's 50 guys in the men's coaching group okay i feel like when i first entered yeah. the room my mind was saying, go make friends with 50 guys. Right. Does that make sense? And because I did that, every time I would speak to someone, I was trying to mold myself around what I thought they wanted to see from me. Yeah. Right? Right. And so if someone was talking business, I would be talking business. And like, I would act as if I knew more than I actually did. And, and I think yeah, everyone, everyone can feel when you're not being authentic with yourself, when you're not being real with yourself. And I feel like at that moment, you gotta catch yourself and actually ask yourself, why am I am I trying to fit in with this person so much? Because the truth is, there's guys in the group that I get along super well. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like best friends or as close as the best friends I've ever had. Um, and then there's other guys that we chat, we, we talk. We totally, chat. you chat. You, you chat. <laughs> yeah, like you still have like love and respect for it, but that's the thing, yeah, you're not gonna, it's so unrealistic to think that you're gonna be friends with every single person because- Well, not just friends, but best friends. Right? Oh like, yeah, for it's sure. It's like you don't need to be best friends with everyone. No. But like you can find some commonalities between people and like, yeah, you can vibe with people. Yeah. I think that I think that's, that was a big thing for me that I'm like, once I, I let go of needing to feel liked by everyone, it, it honestly attracted more friends into my life because yeah. they actually saw a more authentic side of me. Yeah, because you know I mean? you're just, yeah, like putting the stakes so much lower and just being yourself and the yeah. people that will want to be surrounded by that will gravitate towards you and that's just kind of like how it needs to flow and I think like for some reason like a few years ago I felt like I was so insecure about the question of like who's your best friend. Like obviously I have you know best friends I obviously, obviously do like, I'm not I have like, like so many best friends yeah. like literally no but like there are people that I'm like oh of course that's my best friend but then it's like so weird it's like you feel almost like an imposter of like well tell me and then you feel like oh well maybe we're not really close or, like or maybe they don't think I'm their yeah, best friend yeah and I think there's just something that's just like I just want to shed that like it doesn't matter like it doesn't yeah. matter if you're my best friend or I met you two months ago like it doesn't matter because the people that are in my life are in my life for a reason and yeah. they all give me, maybe this is what I was trying to say when I was contradicting myself before, but it's like each of my friends give me something else and they, yeah. it's because they're all kind of individual and different people. So it's like, I have this friend for this certain thing and this friend for that. Like, it's just nice to know that like none of them need to be a best friend because it's like, what does that even mean? I don't even know what a best friend means. And like, yeah. especially now when you're older, it's like, there isn't just one person I talk to all the time. Like I kind of spread myself thin because I'm kind of all over the place and I'm busy and I have work, whatever. So it's just nice to know that like, I don't know. I just felt like for so long that I hated that question because I was like, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't know what my best, best friend is or like. You're like, like hierarchies and yeah. categorizing. Oh, well, do we do this it's together? It's like weird. It's like just because I've known. I don't know. It and was if just you like, feel like they're not, if you're not their best friend, then you're like, oh, maybe I should put them lower. Yeah. Like, it's just like so silly. So it's just nice it to know that like, I just, we just have great people and just great friends and that should be enough. And like, 
it doesn't matter if you have one friend or 50, like, as long as you have the people that you can, like, go do fun things with or be yourself around, that's, like, all that matters. It's it's kind of like choosing your best man at a <laughs> for wedding. For your wedding. <laughs> that, I thought that part was so annoying. It was hard for you. I had, like, sisters, so it was easy. Yeah. I just thought that was so annoying because yeah, it was, it's a like, lot of pressure. well, okay, we have only seven spots. And it's like, oh, freak, well, if I want to get eight, guys like if i have eight close friends it's like sorry dude you're out i know honestly that is such a stressful part of weddings it's so funny because that happened to me with one of my really good friends from high school i didn't let him not that i didn't let him but he just he had his wedding like two days before ours yeah and so i was like dude he's probably gonna be super busy so i didn't ask him to be part of my wedding yeah and then that bothered him for years right and it was only once him and i talked like we sat down at a bar and we had like a super super deep conversation just him and i yeah and he told me Mm. like hey like this is something that bothered me i'm like dude i'm so sorry and he never heard my side because we never really gave each other the time to talk Talk about about it. it of course there's no conversation around it you're just assuming oh he's probably busy Yes. So it doesn't matter. It, literally, talk it was about me it. being like, oh, he's probably going to be too busy with his wedding anyway. Right. I thought he was going to be on his honeymoon, right. to be honest. Of course. And so it's just funny because mm-hmm. once we had that conversation, I feel like th- our relationship strengthened so much more. I know. It's honestly those uncomfortable conversations that you have to have. Yeah. You, ugh, it's just so hard. But that's, there, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so much easier to just like. I'm not saying hold a grudge, but it's so much easier to just be like, no, I got it figured out. I know exactly what Sebastian's mindset was. He must have done this for X, yeah. Y, and Z. I'm not going to talk about it. And, and if a friendship matters to you enough, yeah. you should be okay with putting yourself out there and saying, hey, this happened. This is how I felt. Yeah. Like, if, if that's the case, that's fine. Like, if, if, if you did this for this reason, that's fine. But I just want you to know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just want you to know <laughs> where I'm at. Right. I think the battery just died on our camera. So sorry. About, I, it happens every time. Um, but I think what's cool about that is like, it's going to sound silly, but it's like, you, like you're saying, you guys were just, you never gave up. Now you guys are on the same wavelength. Like yeah. back then, maybe you weren't as close because yeah, there was this underlying Always. thing. Yes. And so now you guys were able to work through that and now you're on the same wavelength and it's so fun. And and I think that's what's cool about it is it's just like, we're so hard on people. Like if they do us wrong, like I know I've done this in the past. It's like, if you do something, if you do me wrong, like that's it. Like no second chances, yada, 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 whatever. But also it's just like, we need to give people the grace because like I said, everybody makes mistakes. We may not be on the same wavelength. There may just be something we need to work through, but it's so cool to see now that you guys have worked through it and you guys are closer than ever. And like you're saying, I think that feeling of when you see someone or right before you see someone and you think about something, like a hard conversation, that comes up a lot. Yeah. And I think... People are very scared of having those conversations because they, they think that, oh, if I have this conversation, this person might not like me anymore. Yeah, or, or it's going to blow up in my face or it's going to be the scary confrontation, but it doesn't have to be. It and doesn't yeah, have to Granted, be. I feel like there is a time and place for those conversations. Like yeah. you guys were in a nice setting. You had a drink, like walls were yes. down. You have to be in those those like good mindsets and mm-hmm. settings. But I think it's important if something's eating away at you or there's like something you want to work through. I think it's so... I, I just like challenge you to like face it, you know, because it, it could be so life changing and so much more just like 
weight, like a weight lifted off of you. It is. You know? Every time you do it, you're like, dude. Yeah. Like that night, once we met up, we were together for like five hours. Yeah, that's so great. And we started, we chatted about everything. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It was such a cool night. Yeah, yeah, that makes me happy. Maybe we'll get married again and then like can just all be in the wedding. No, Maybe. actually I wouldn't want anyone. I would just want everyone If to we got married, married again, I would have, I don't know who I would have. But... <laughs> Sebastian's still deciding. Yeah, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> No, because oh, there's just so man. many more friends that I have now that I'm like, dude, I just, I, that does bum me out. Like having the people in our life now that I'm like, dude, they weren't I at our know. wedding. We always say like every five years we want to do a wedding renewal because I'm like, dang, I just want everyone to like celebrate up with us and party with us. Like yeah. maybe we'll go to Vegas. Maybe. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, what were your other points or like? We honestly cover them. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did good. This is good. I can't tell the timing or like how long this episode is or even if I spoke anything because I did. feel so tired. But that was good. I think it's hard. I think friendships are like a touchy subject because everybody wants them, everybody needs them, but it's hard. It's hard work, and it's yeah. like a, it's truly another extension of a relationship. And when you're putting all your effort into kids or a husband or already family, it's hard to like want to squeeze in friendships but they are so important and they've brought so much value into our life yeah and i think we're still learning like i said like we're all still and I've, and if you feel like you don't have that in your life yet i think a big part with what carly said was get more uncomfortable mm-hmm. like put yourself in situations where people that think like you maybe it's like around business or around sports or around a hobby or, a hobby exactly yeah. like you meet those people and you just put yourself out there. But it, it truly is like you have to be so vulnerable because that person has their own life going on. Yeah. You have your own life going on. But it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of work. Yeah. But we're here for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and and this is just not not to say that obviously we feel like we, we've done the, the perfect job with friendships. Because I feel like no. for the longest time I feel like I, I pushed people away out of my life. Yeah. Um, but I think now that, you know, I'm just learning more about myself and I think it, it's so nice to be like, know that you can call someone and they're going to like love you for who you are Yeah, and they're going to listen to you. They might not always agree with you, but that's kind of what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want friends that like challenge you, but also like influence you in a way too. Like that's always fun in a friendship of like when they teach you something or they rub off on you in some way, like that's what's cool and that's what's special about it. So, we're feeling very in our feels for our friendships, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, super grateful. Super <laughs> yeah. grateful. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, sorry, this was a um, late episode. When is this going up? Tomorrow morning. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry this was a late episode, but felt good. Yeah, no, good I'm glad it. we did it. Me too. We, we tried recording in Lake Powell. Oh, yeah, it was not good. we got in a freaking fight. Yeah, we just got in a tiff because... I had woken up from a nap and then he wanted to record in two seconds. And this conversation needed to just be like in a space where we feel comfortable, where we can just like and everything, have our thoughts. Uh, yeah, we just didn't have enough privacy. Like everyone no. would have been talking over the podcast. So. Oh, we were supposed to shout out Emily and Landon. Really? Love ya. Remember we were in the car and we oh, said yeah. they want to shout out. So love peace and love. Um, I think that's it. That's a wrap for us. We love you guys so much. Wait, shout out to everyone. Doug and <laughs> shout Jocelyn. out to all of our friends. Doug and Jocelyn, just 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 our uh, houseboat friends. Oh, okay, Natalie and, and Daniel. Justin or and Daniel, <laughs> Natalie and Jeff. I called them Justin again. 
Dustin and Lizzie. <laughs> we don't even know who we're talking about. Dustin and Lizzie. Uh, and Andrew and Kevin. Andrew and Kevin. I think that's it. And Mike Conti and Heidi. Why not? Yeah, we miss them. Is that everybody? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. But Imagine we miss someone. Hopefully, they're not listening at the end of this podcast. Mm. So. Anyway, love you guys. Love you guys. Giving you a hug. Bye. Bye.